Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Today, I'm going to talk to you about what social media you should do if you had to choose just one. This podcast came to me during a client meeting. I have a client who is really open to learning more about digital. He's really motivated to see results and our agency manages their full suite. That means we look after organic social media, paid social media, paid Google, website optimization, you name it. And I also mentored this CEO to help him better understand digital marketing across results and strategies. So it was no surprise to me when he threw a tough question during a meeting. He said, so Marianne, we've been doing a lot across a lot of channels. Which one would you pick to continue with if you can just pick one? Well, Me being the person that I am, I said back to him, well, here's a question for you. Bread or water, what would you pick? We had a bit of a laugh and then I continued on. You see, you simply can't just pick one. The question really made me think about how we sometimes don't look at the whole digital marketing landscape and understand the different roles that the channels have to play. So within your business, if you're looking to simplify, if you're looking to do less but still drive results, You might think, what can I let go of? Or what should I focus more on? It'd be no surprise to anyone that listens to my podcast that if you had to decide on what social media to pick or what digital content strategy to use, I would direct you to first look at your ideal client. Your ideal client is a summary of the people your product or service is most aligned with, where you can offer a solution to needs and wants. It really doesn't matter if Instagram is your favorite channel or Facebook is your least favorite channel, or if you hate receiving emails personally. What we need to analyze is what does our ideal client want? What does our ideal client need? How can we show up for them? Where can we show up for them? To let them understand that we have the best solution, we can meet their pain points, we can create their pleasure points, we can solve their spoken wants, their unspoken needs. So the first step, as always, for all digital marketing strategy for me is to know who you're talking to. So let's break down a couple of digital marketing channels and and think if we only had to pick one, what different roles the different social channels could play. So talking first about organic social media. So this is when you're posting on LinkedIn or Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or Pinterest even, and you're pushing out your content that you've planned. Now, I hope very much that this is strategic content, you have content pillars in place, and that you're consistently pushing that content out based on your content pillars. But your organic social media is really about discovery, as well as credibility and trust. So we know that organic social doesn't have the same discovery benefits that it used to have. There's so much more noise on the channels. I've been doing this for 13 years, and I can tell you you know, in the in the early 2010s, 
we could get a lot more reach organically. We could be seen a lot more, engaged with a lot more. And, and as the number of users competing for that airspace has increased, obviously organic reach has, has gone down. So that organic discovery is not as strong as it used to be. So social media can aid in discovery through hashtags. Um, obviously, reels are a great way to get discovered because they now get pushed through a feed. And then obviously also when people might tag a friend or share something in a DM to a friend. The main purpose, though, that we see for social media is branding. And, and you know, that doesn't have an immediate return on investment necessarily. So it's a trust and credibility checkpoint for your ideal client. Somebody might say, you know, that they're looking for a new accountant and they go, oh, well, I've got an amazing accountant you know, check them out on their LinkedIn or check them out on their Facebook. And now when I go to that social media, if it's not thriving, if there's no content or sporadic content or dry, you know, same, same content, I start to make decisions about that brand before I've even interacted with them. And that's the same of an e-com brand. You know, if someone tells you, a, a you know, a great new fashion label and you go and check it out on Instagram, but they don't really post their clothing much or, you know, they haven't posted for 12 months. You start to have barriers in your trust and credibility conversion. So, you know, you start to make decisions about that business before you've gone that further step to transact with them. So for me, social media, organic social media is all about trust, credibility, branding, and sort of having a, like a website, you know, that a silent salesman that's always there when you're not to talk about what's great about your business. So if we then look at paid social media, going back two years ago, and especially during the COVID period, paid social media was hugely effective from a return on investment point of view. It's also around the time of the iOS 14 changes. We have definitely seen a shift in the role that social media advertising plays now versus what it was playing, you know, two and three years ago. That said, social media advertising is firstly fantastic for awareness and discovery. So paying to get out to your ideal client who may not otherwise discover you is a great place for your paid ad strategy to, to take part and to contribute to your overall strategy. It's not to say that there's not still conversion opportunity through social media advertising. There definitely is. But what works best now is to start with a prospecting campaign, warming people up, getting people aware, getting through that discovery phase, and then moving into conversion campaigns where we're asking for the sale, the sign up, the inquiry. And you're going to find that that works a lot better when paired with awareness first. But if you're short on time and you're willing to invest more in conversion only, it's not to say that you can't convert from a conversion-based ad first up. You may just need to spend a bit more to get a few more one-to-one uh, -one interactions between you and your consumer before they're willing to convert. I'll say here, though, doing just organic or just paid is unlikely to drive you the same results as if you do them together in harmony because each supports each other. If I'm served an ad, I may still go to the social media profiles for more credibility and trust building. And if there's no organic posting, I start to think about the legitimacy of the business and vice versa. The, the best organic content in the world 
if it's not being seen by anyone, you know, driving some awareness campaigns behind to get more people on those accounts is going to, you know, be a match made in heaven to getting that content out and getting those conversions and, and that awareness that you want. Then we can also look at, you know, Google paid ads and the role that they play. And we're finding Google ads are more and more the conversion winner and 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 having much stronger conversion online for different types of businesses, you know, definitely not for all businesses, but you know, that that's a very high intent client. A Google search client searching for, you know, plumber, birth tap needs something immediately. And and the way that we can market to them is quite different to say how we would market a plumber on social media, which is about awareness, which is about building a connection for when they may need us, where Google ads are really about being in the market when they are ready to convert. So again, Google ads versus social ads, there's two very different roles that they can play for your business and, you know, beautiful reasons why they still pair perfectly together. Then if we think about our SEO and our content marketing, that's about the marathon. That's about the long game. The content that you put down today, the SEO that you put in place today, that will be paying off for you in, you know, six months, 12 months, 18 months time. That's your long-term, you know, embedding of a, of a digital strategy. You're not going to get that, that content in place and see a change tomorrow or next month. But what you are going to see is over time, your organic traffic increasing, your credibility and, and your authority increasing with the content that you're putting out so that, you know, potentially in a few years time, you won't have to lean so hard on ads because you'll be driving a lot of that, you know, top of page or first page content result. And you'll be bringing people that are high intent to you without the investment of paid ads. But again, thinking about coupling, while you're getting there, those Google ads can get you at the top and get you seen while your SEO and content is working hard for tomorrow as opposed to for today. And lastly, if we think about email, newsletters, automations, nurture sequences, that's about making sure the people that are on our list are remembering us. You know, the costs that it takes to bring someone into our business and whether that's a lead or a sale or an inquiry you know, we want to maximize every single one of those that we have. So again, it's so critical that we have a strategy in place that pairs with our paid strategies, our organic strategies, that then takes our owned data, which is our emails, if we can put strategy in place to collect them. And it takes that owned data and it continues to foster a warm ongoing relationship so that that client that found us on Facebook about plumbing joined our list, receives emails from us every month that add value to their life. Emails about home improvement or home maintenance or what's on in the local area. And then when they're ready for a plumber, whether that's a renovation or something goes wrong, they have an existing relationship with you. You've built up so much trust and credibility. They've got to know you. You're the natural choice and it's a no-brainer. So you can see that when you're crafting a digital marketing strategy, there's an interrelationship between the tactics and the channels that we use. So to pick one, for me, is near impossible. I hope this has given you some food for thought in your own marketing. And, and I'll caveat by saying I'm absolutely not an advocate for doing too much either. 
you shouldn't need to be on every single social media channel. For your ideal client, there should be, you know, one to two channels or two to three channels where you can reach your ideal client effectively in a way that's going to be really aligned for them. I'm not a big believer in spreading yourself thin across all the channels, especially if you're self-managing or you just have a, you know, a single internal team member that's managing. So I think it's really about looking at what are the, you know, mix of organic paid content marketing that's going to maximize each channel, cross populate each channel and give you an integrated strategy that's going to drive results. Well, thanks so much for listening. And I hope, as I said, it's given you a new perspective. I'd love to hear about how you approach your own digital marketing. And if you could just pick one social media channel, what would it be? Be sure to share with me over on Instagram or at LinkedIn. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.